morning, as we continue uh, to worship, uh, we're going to do something a little different. If you've been with us for a while, you may be familiar with what we call scripture and song. Uh, we're going to do a little Father's Day scripture and song today. Uh, and, you know, my, sometimes uh, my or others' temptation on Father's Day is to really give like a, a big, sloppy, moralistic sandwich to dads and to, to men. Uh, and I want to do something just the opposite. It's really today, it's less about what we do and more about what our Father has done and who our Father is. And the hope is that the Father's love will be invitational for you to such an extent that you'll say, wow, I've gotten this all wrong. We hope that this is a new and fresh way to celebrate the love of our Heavenly Father. And we want to begin by acknowledging one simple truth. You and me, all of us, we are created to be captured by the love of our Father, every one of us. And we have different perspectives on, on what a Father is from our experience and even our expectations. But all of us, need to be refathered. We need to be filled and fueled by our Father's love. And so, Callan, I'd like to just start by asking you, you know, what's your experience with your dad? Uh, my experience with my dad is I have a, a great dad. I have um, what I would say selfishly the best dad. Uh, I know that that's a gift. Um, and there's three things that I, I come to mind when I think about what makes my dad uh, a good dad, a, a great dad. And um, the first thing I think that really comes to mind is just that he was present in my life. The more people that I talk to, um, the difference that sometimes makes that, that difference of, I, I know my dad or I don't, is just say he showed up. It wasn't that he always did it right, but that my dad was always present, whether it was in my school life, in my friend's life, uh, in my sport life, whatever it was, believe it or not, but I didn't have one of those. And <laughs> that wasn't dad, a joke. <clears throat> he did have a sports life. <laughs> and so, uh, but my dad was, is present and he still is today. Uh, the second thing that my dad, uh, has done in my life is that he has, uh, loved me unconditionally, uh, especially in times when I know for a fact I did not deserve it. And some of that love looks like support. It looks like even when he wanted me to do something different, make a different decision, he still loved me and supported me. I mean, just look at my hair. Clearly, I'm still not doing what he wants me to. Um, but, and the final thing, um, which may be the mo most important, but where that all comes in is he shared with me his faith. Uh, since I can mm. remember, my dad's been praying with me, praying for me, uh, taking me to church, taking me to uh, not just church events, but life events with people, pushing me further into uh, godly community. And so, did he do everything perfectly? No. Did I? No, for sure not. But... Um, I think those are three things that come to mind when I think about what made him such a good, godly, uh, loving father for me. Callan, thank you so much. Amen to that. We celebrate good fathers. I pray that not only that I'm a good father, but all of us are who are fathers, but we also know uh, that no father, Callan, as you mentioned, is, is perfect. Everybody misses the mark. In Callan's experience with his dad, uh, it, it's not exemplary for, for all of us. And so we all need to be, whatever our experiences or expectations are, we need to be refathered by the Lord. 
Many people in here uh, or in our city grew up without a father. Or even for me, I've lost my father. Many people in here have, have a, a, a hole in their heart for this Father's Day. But no matter where we are, God wants to refather you and me. But this refathering is, is only part of understanding God as Father. Because He designs to, to fill us with His love and to form us with his love. And so, Michael, I would love to ask you, where do you see, oh, sorry, I'm taking the whole table here. Yeah. Uh, where do you see your need to really be filled and fueled by the love of our Father? Absolutely. Um, similar to Callan, um, I had the exp same experience with my father. Um, wonderful father, wonderful mother uh, that I'm very thankful for. Um, I am the father to a beautiful young lady, Sadie. <laughs> who I'm very proud of and love dearly. Um, but I do find myself in a circumstance where I am a single father. Um, but that term single father implies that I am fathering alone. But for the believer, that term does not apply. Mm. For those that are in the covenant family of God, that does not apply for the Lord is with me. Amen? Yes. See, one of my most difficult things personally is when my child is no longer in my presence. Right? When she goes away, the time, that space of the time she's away to the time she returns back to her, her father, that's, that's difficult. What do I do with that space? Um, and I must be reminded that Sadie has a heavenly father hmm. that is always with her. See, I'm Sadie's earthly father, but she ultimately belongs to our heavenly father. I'm responsible to raise her to know that she has a heavenly father who is with her and loves her with a greater love than I can ever give her. See, our heavenly father loves us with an eternal love. Amen? Yes. We see in John 17, Jesus speaks of the father and this eternal love. Uh, verses 24 through 26 reads, Father, I desire that they also whom you have given me may be with me where I am to see my glory that you have given me because you loved me before the foundation of the world. Mm. O righteous Father, everyone, though the world does not know you, I know you, and these know that you have sent me. I made known to them your name, and I will continue to make it known that the love with which you have loved me may be in them, and I in them. So, to answer your question, Mitchell, uh, I need to be filled and fueled by the love of our Heavenly Father for grace to trust Him more. Um, that statement is founded in a hymn that has become a prayer for me. Um, we must trust Jesus when He speaks of the Father's love. Uh, we must trust Jesus when He speaks of never leaving or forsaking. And we must trust Jesus when He speaks of the promised Holy Spirit. Um, the writer of the hymn says, "'Tis so sweet to trust in Jesus just to take him at his word, just to rest upon his promise, just to know, thus saith the Lord. Mm. Jesus, Jesus, how I trust him, how I've proved him o'er and o'er. Jesus, Jesus, precious Jesus, oh, for grace to trust him more. Mm. And I'm so glad I learned to trust thee, precious Jesus, savior, friend. And I know that thou art with me, wilt be with me till the end. Amen. Amen. Mike, thank you so much. I hope you all see this. 
all of us need to be not only refathered, but we need to be filled and fueled by the love of our Heavenly Father. Everyone, no matter what your experience, no exceptions. So this morning, we're going to celebrate God's gracious invitation through scripture and song to return to our Father's love. Will you respond to his grace? Open your hearts and return home. Callan, will you pray for us? Yeah, I'd love to. <clears throat> Man, Father in heaven, we ask uh, today just that you would meet us here and remind us of who you are through these songs and, and in your word, um, that you are steadfast in love. Um, you have m more mercy and more grace and more love for us um, than we could imagine, but just fill us with this reminder of love that comes from the Father as we've been singing about this morning. Give us faith like Michael that trusts you uh, and that it would be sweet and that we would learn to uh, enjoy uh, the things uh, of the Father, um, that we would enjoy um, just giving you um, our trust, like that song says, like we're going to sing about. And then knowing that no matter what earthly experience we have with our Father, that, that you are a perfect, loving Father who promises um, to be with us always to the end of the age, one who promises um, to be faithful always. And um, I just pr I pray this morning that this would be more than words, that we would feel this deeply. Uh, inside of our hearts and that we would know this affection and that inside of that love we would be moved closer towards you and that our focus would be more so upon your character than ours and that our focus would be more upon your promises and our deeds and that we would just run straight towards you no matter where we're at this morning that we would just run straight into the loving arms of a father who greet us with a smile, um, who delights in us, remind us, refather us towards your heart this morning. I pray all this in Christ's name. Amen. Today's scripture reading uh, will be from Luke chapter 15, verses 17 through 24. Hear the word of the Lord. But when he came to himself, he said, how many of my father's hired servants have more than enough bread, but I perish here with hunger. I will arise and go to my father and I will say to him, father, I have sinned against heaven and before you. I'm no longer worthy to be called your son. Treat me as one of your hired servants. And he arose and came to his father, but while he was, but while he was still a long way off, his father saw him and felt compassion and ran and embraced him and kissed him. And the son said to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and before you. I'm no longer worthy to be called your son. But the father said to his servants, bring quickly the best robe and put it on him and put a ring on his hand and shoes on his feet and bring the fattened calf and kill it and let us eat and celebrate. For this my son was dead and is alive again. He was lost and is found, and they began to celebrate. Please join me in the call and response. All flesh is grass and all its beauty is like the flower of the field. The grass withers, the flower fades, but the word of our God endures forever.
invite you guys to stay seated as we start to sing this next part and then we'll stand you up later on. father's you are called to pour love inside 
every little girl and every little boy, but only our heavenly father can truly fill it because he is the one who knit it together inside of your mother's womb. Our father, as Jesus taught us to pray, he's the only one who can fill up our soul all the way. You see, when our first child, Lauren, was a toddler, I realized firsthand how desperately I needed the grace of our Heavenly Father. I need Him to redeem my mistakes. And eager to be a good dad, I quickly dropped my responsibility, literally. Carrying my just over one-year-old little girl, you know, that perfect age where they're just hitching a ride and looking around everywhere. Well, uh, I dropped Lauren when I was going down the stairs. I tripped and I fell. And I felt terrible. I mean, terrible. And I gathered Lauren in my arms and the bump that was on her head was nothing compared to the pain that was in my heart. My Heavenly Father, though, his love offered me a fresh start through his word, literally. Psalm 2710. Though my father and my mother forsake me, could be translated, drop me. The Lord will receive me. The love of our Father catches us when we are falling in a world where Father love is imperfect. He wraps us in his arms to restore and fills our soul, offering us more than even we know that we need. Our Father, he's ready to receive you, me, our senses to return to his love. You see, the prodigal son, he had left home rejecting his father and his father's love. He squandered his sustenance to such a point that he jeopardized his existence until he finally came to his senses. Could he return home and find forgiveness from the father? Could the son at least be established as a servant so that he could have some sense of security? Well, the son, he went home, but the father wanted more than the son could see. He had been daily scanning the horizon, standing with his love rising as he waited for his child to return. The father ran to the son. The father embraced the son. The father wrapped his son in love and restored his life. The son was as good as dead, but he was revived by the love of a father who cleansed him with his grace instead. Rather than letting him fall, he received him. You see, the father in the story, it's a picture of God. Nothing can separate us from the love of God, our father in Christ. Not rebellion, 
not rejection, not self-righteousness. And our Father awaits while we're still a long way off, wanting to cover us with his compassion, smother us with his care, lavish us with his love. Our Father wants to restore as he will rejoice over everyone who returns to him. Our Father's love makes lost things found dead things alive and broken things whole. Our Father will not give us a stone when we ask for bread. He will not leave us with the swine for dead. His love revives as it restores and it will give to you everything your heart desires and more. Our Father's love is the security that we need. It's grace giving us status as children who've been freed. We don't work for status and serve for acceptance. Children of God are adopted without exception. God's love bestows identity on you in your being before you're doing so that you can begin to see what it means to truly be living. He proclaims, this is my beloved child, blessed in his name for everyone who has salvation from Jesus. This is amazing love that we should be called God's children, that we should be given his spirit so that we can call out, Abba, Father. It's a gift of grace from beginning to end, a secure space where we all can begin again to be restored, to be refilled, to be refathered, to be refueled by our Father's love. You know, one of the main points of application of knowing God as Father is seeing yourself as child. J.I. Packer says this in his book, Knowing God. If you want to judge how well a person understands Christianity, find out how much they make of the thought of being God's child and having God as their father. If this is not the thought that prompts and controls your worship and your prayers and indeed your whole outlook on life, it means you don't understand Christianity very well at all. Could it be this morning that you do not truly understand Christianity? That in Christ we're no longer servants or slaves needing to perform for a secure status? We're children of God united in his love through the finished work of Jesus Christ. Our Father stands waiting for us to return, to fall into his grace. His love is overflowing. He longs to fill your soul, heal your hearts, and to welcome you home. Would you please stand, come out of hiding, and return home to the love of our Father, that you'd run into his arms, and discover the significance that you have in his eyes. In Christ, you are a beloved child. God is pleased with you, and he longs to restore you with his love.
yourself to us. You are a loving Father. We ask by the power of your Holy Spirit that you would help us to celebrate us being your child in Christ, that you would help us to trust your love, that we might be refathered. You would help us to trust your love, that we might be filled and formed, that we might show your love in a world that is longing to see it. We thank you and praise you for your grace that gives us ground to come home. In Jesus' name we pray. All God's people said, amen.